Yo, what's up? It's your boy BD Tev from the 513. Hi, it's me, Devin, from 410, Baltimore, Maryland. It's your boy Jay Gear from the 859 Lex. Yes, sir. We're going to get straight to the introduction. You okay. are listening to the Institute Podcast, a direct extension of the Wilson Institute for Leadership, Education, Equity, and Race Relations in America. Oh. Our approach to the Wilson Institute's work is framed within a quintuple mission. Okay. One, demonstrate the counter narrative of males of color in public education. Yeah. Two, honor diverse experiences. Mm-hmm. Three, motivate community stakeholders to promote positive change. Mm-hmm. Four, dismantle negative stereotypes. For sure. Mm-hmm. And five, train emerging leaders. Oh, okay. Each is focused first on our campus, then onward toward our environs, and then all upward across the public school system landscape, both in and beyond Fayette County Public Schools. Oh, okay. Today we have a real special guest with us, Miss Williams. Yeah. Say what's up to the people. Okay, we have a great show for you today. We will be back in 10. All right, guys, we're back right now. We First, we got Jay Give with our New Year's resolutions. Hey, Jalen. Hey, what's up, man? So, you know, it's a new decade, 2020, new beginnings. The year we graduate. Yeah, the year we graduate, too. So, yeah. So, with this new decade, I thought, you know, let's get some new year resolutions going on. And my resolution for this year is to basically graduate and go on to college. Blake, what's your resolution? Mine is the same. Mine is just to improve myself completely. Mm. I want to be better in my physical body, oh my, my mindset, God. and everything. You hitting that gym, Blake? Yes, sir. Okay, what, what gym you go to? Uh, the YMCA or Planet Fitness. Oh, boy. Devin, what, what's your resolution for this year? Um, Basically the same thing. I want to graduate, you know, from my city, Baltimore. I was born there when I was a kid, and we moved to Lexington, Kentucky, here I've been here for 18 years. I am 18 years old. What I know you're Baltimore. What kind of question is that? I'm from Beemore, right outside the bank. Mm. I'm thinking about that. Okay, okay. Now a lot of people may think um, I'm joking, like I'm not from Baltimore, but I can switch up um, my dialects very uh, extravagantly, if I should say myself. Could hear a quick example, real quick. Um, no, I don't really like oh, okay. talking that kind of way, especially on public platforms such as these right here as a podcast i am learn uh, i'm taught to articulate myself and to um so you say not use that type of lingo as you guys say (laughs) on these type of platforms Uh, i'm not sure what's very funny but that's just how i uh, represent myself right miss williams what would you say your new year's resolution is um, I don't really make resolutions, but I just strive every day just to be mm. a better me um, mm. from the day before. Um, but I did make myself a promise that I wouldn't be so um, spontaneous or so quick to do things without thinking. Mm. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah. I do that. Think a lot. about it before I jump into it because it it costs me. Um, some things last year because I didn't think it through. So I have vowed to myself that this year that I would think more before jumping. 
thing before you speak. I like that. I like that. I like that. Yeah, I, I would totally agree. I mean, um, if I do say so myself, um, I do a lot of things without thinking it through, especially uh, money-wise. Um, I would go out, I would spend a lot of money and um, not um, think about my future or what I would need. I would Billion more brother. so just buy it just for the want and just for in the moment mm. instead of me stopping and thinking about do I really need this mm. or am I going right. to need this extra set of cash later on in life. And Heard you. that left me to be uh, quite shallow mm. in my bank account. Not afraid to speak this on air, um, but I was quite shallow in my bank account. Cash app DWIT222. <laughs> Say it again, DWIT222, three twos. Seven little five dollars. Yeah, um, if anybody wants to donate. but Please do. I was shallow because I wanted to uh, not spend correctly, but then I had um, now, as, as you said, not be so quick to jump the gun, I want to learn to do that myself and so I can not only just – not just money wise, but um, just in 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 everything I do, you know what I'm saying. It doesn't just help you in one thing; it helps yeah, you life in everything. in general. Yeah. All right. All right. Next, we got deal it with our next topic: World War Three potentially. Um, yes. Um. Right now, on uh, task at hand, we do have the talk of World War Three, and um, as you guys know, um, Donald Trump had shot. Um, Missiles yeah. over at Iran. Right. And killed um, their general, we killed he? their general. And that mm-hmm. ended up with um, Iran's president getting mad. And he shot missiles okay. over at a... Um, Iraqi base? Yeah. No. It was a USA. Was Iraq, he used it, it at... In Iraq. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. And one in Kenya, too. Did you oh, know there was no Kenya. fatalities the one that they shot? So you think that was on purpose? You at think the US they, just, one. Per- they just missed? Maybe they... Actually missed or maybe like why? no wait let's think let's just think why would they miss on purpose because maybe they just wanted to show their people like president was talking that big game he was like oh yeah America's gonna pay for this maybe he just did it to be like yeah we're not scared to we'll attack to, y'all to miss on purpose what like that's what you just said. you're oh. you're saying that Trump um decided to miss on purpose no i was saying iran decided oh. to miss on purpose just to show their people that we're not like we will shoot y'all we will attack y'all all right yeah i mean it could it could go either way i mean we don't uh know their intentions with the missile shot um but you never know you know a lot of people talking about world war three i say that it is a very so possibility i believe so too um but, I mean, you never know, like I said, as you saw that they put down the, I think it was $3 million uh, bond. $80 million. Oh, it was $80 million. $80 million. Oh, I apologize. Head. It was an $80 million bond on Donald Trump's head. But, uh, Bonnie, a uh, bounty, my bad, I apologize. Yeah. I don't know why I said bond. He's not getting out of prison. <laughs> but, uh, bounty on Mr. Trump's head. But, of course, I don't think no American's going to take it. Because if you do take it, of course you will get killed yourself so right. you won't have nothing to do with the money you just be yeah, killing the stakes them. are too high yeah but i mean we'll see what will happen uh i think world war three is a possibility like i said earlier but who knows i was watching uh what's it called fox news and one of the like key people in the government he was saying that they should at- we should attack iran before they have the possibility of getting nuclear weapons you think we should do that or no um or do you think we should wait for them to make the first or next move i said we go at it Honestly, I don't think that there's going to be any type of nuclear warfare 
just because of I don't think it should go that far. It's nothing that serious, but I mean, you never know what the type of president that we have in the house nowadays. You right. know what I'm saying? But uh, I saw a video by this. His name's like Jarvis Bird or something, and I, I saw like, yeah. he posted it on his um, Instagram. Okay, about how this guy they had it on the news, and he was like, "Man, I, I like Americans, but I don't like the president That's because what he does right. is like he's now putting not only just Iran's military at harm, he's putting the citizens at harm as well. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I don't feel the same way because, I mean, I'm not saying that we're too strong of a military, but I am. I'm just not trying to brag. But just to have to stop and think at another person's perspective that they are now at danger every single day because you never know what this type of president is going to do. You know what I'm saying? He's a very unpredictable guy. And I feel bad for those uh, for those folks out in Iran. I do too. I feel like he's putting their lives in danger for like his own conquest for that he wanted yeah. to go. That's not fair right. to them. And as uh, Mr. Hobson said, uh, it's it's history. History repeats itself, and mm. uh, he's starting a war before he leaves house because usually all the Republican presidents that started a war before they left house uh, they ended yeah, up getting right. reelected. So as as if we go back again. Uh, uh, he said on Barack Obama that Barack Obama was going to start a war with Iran, but it turned out where Barack Obama never did, and now he mm-hmm. is doing what he wanted to do, just so he can potentially get reelected, which is a very, uh, very probable thing now since we are about to go oh, into war. That's true. But I would like to pray for all the, uh, all the people in the military that have to suffer this, have to go out here and fight for our country. That's Thank true. you. Okay, we'll be right back with our special guest, Miss Williams. Marcus B. All right, guys, let's get back with Miss Williams. And we just want to ask you to introduce yourself and tell us what you do, please. Hello, my name is Tammy Williams, and I am a life enrichment speaker. Hmm. Could you elaborate more on that, life enrichment? Yes, I, um, what I do is, well, let me, let me do this. I do a little bit of, of everything. Um, I'm a community advocate um, where I get out into the community, um, and we uh, help the less fortunate. Um, and, with, and then I um, have a group of women that we meet every month, and um, we have our women empowerment uh, meetings, and we just come up with ideas to where we can get out and help those that need help. With my women's group, um, I just kind of focus on the things of helping the broken, I guess you could say, the women that has been through a lot of things such as uh, molestation um, is the, the, the biggest um, key that I focus on um, because that's something that I went through myself and so I just um, reach out to the women and try to provide that platform to where they can talk about it um, when they felt like they haven't been able to talk about it before or wasn't ready to talk about those type of things uh, for fear of whatever reasons Um, maybe um, other family members don't know or 
they're just not ready to tell that part of the story yet. So I offer a platform to where they can come in and just be open and be themselves and um, don't have to worry about being judged. Yes, ma'am. What motivated you towards this passion of helping other people? Because of the things that I went through. And I, at that time, um, felt like that I didn't have that type of support or that type of help. Uh, I mean, that's very inspirational. You know, uh, we definitely need people like that on the community because, you know, like you said, not everybody has somebody to talk to, you know. Right. And for for you to just be open-armed and uh, willing just to, to help, and to, to be somebody, to let somebody just not necessarily rant to you, but just spill out everything. Maybe that maybe that's just something that they needed in life. You know? Right, correct. And and I respect you and, and I applaud you for, for doing something like this in the community. Because this is very big, you know, and not uh not everything goes unnoticed, you know. Uh, people say what happens in the dark got to come to the light. And for something, for you to do something so big in the community, I think it needs to just be recognized. Thank you. No problem. Recognized at the African American Awards show happening on May 16th. Maybe. Uh, hey, that's a great a idea. possibility. A big possibility. Jarvis <laughs> 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 Um, what are some of the things you do? Like, do you plan events, like big events or something? I do. That you host? I plan um, monthly events. We have monthly sister socials. Um, again, that's where me and a group of ladies get together um, and we meet and we discuss. Um, we have different curriculums that we go by. Um, I get out into the school systems, um, talk to the grade school kids and middle school. Um, and then we have, we, I host like different events during the month. Like we have like go, glow galas that where we recognize different women for, um, coming up, uh, I guess you could say in life, um, for just having, coming from a rough part of town or having a hard childhood or whatever. Um, so I do things to recognize them to be like, Hey, look at us. We made it. And if we could do it, then, you know, that gives other people a chance to know that they can do it as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you're from, are you, were you born in Georgia or are you? I'm you from, originally from Madisonville, Kentucky. Uh-huh. So what made you want to move out to Atlanta? Um, I call Atlanta my do-over life. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just think that it was something that um, God had put in me as well. Just so I had been married, um, had a very, very bad marriage at that time. Um, The kids were all grown up college age. um, Mm -hmm. And so I just wanted something to um, be able to do to get my life together. Um, You know, always been a mother. I was a young mother. I started having children at a young age. um, And I've always been a wife, like, I've married my children's father, you know, so, and I just needed to find who I was Mm -hmm. um, as a person and just um, try to figure out the route and the purpose that God had for me. So you would say doing this, like, new occupation of being to help people when that that really helped you, like, find who you are as a person? It did. It was a healing process for me. Mm. Yeah, it was a healing process for me. So moving to Atlanta, you would say is your best decision that you made in your life? 
It is. It's one of my best decisions, yes. Do one you, of my greatest. Do you like it down there? I do. I love it. I've been there for nine, nine and a Nine and some change years. You say it's different from Lexington and like and the women that you, women and people that you help. Would I say that it's different? As in, like more problems in one place, or deeper problems, or is it all together the same? I just think that you can find it um, the same problems everywhere. Mm. Um, I believe the difference is it's just a wider um, spectrum. You know, it's 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 a wider um, band of it because um, it's. Atlanta is huge, you know, mm-hmm. it's it huge. Is. And so you just have so many women or um, just people that's been through rough times anyway. So I would just say it's just the numbers that's that's different because it's it's more. Mm-hmm. Would you say, like, the cases, like, of the people, like, the problems they have, do you see, like, do they vary, like, like extremely, like, problems that they can't really deal with? And then people who can like sort of open up a little bit to you. Yeah, um, the it does vary. Um, we I still deal with women that hasn't really fully opened up. You know, they tell their story in pieces. Mm. You know, and then I have some that would just because the atmosphere is what it is, then they'll just spill out. You know, they'll spill out and uh, they'll tell it all just in one setting. You know, but um, most most of them are um, pieces of the puzzle, storytellers. So hearing about your program, is it just is it just women, and is it does the age group vary, or is there a certain age group that you? It is target? just women. It is just um, females. It is just females, and I start as young as the age of ten. Dang. Do you feel like? Uh, I mean, not do you feel like? Because it's this is an obvious question, but how do you um, like break? Not you know, you'll break down somebody to get them to to tell them about basically their story. Out. You know, like to help them. It's basically Q and A. It's just um, you offer that platform and you ask questions, mm-hmm. um, and then you just continue to ask those questions until it kind of just breaks through that shell. Mm-hmm. Um, they, you'll know, you'll know, I know when um, not to pursue that question any further. Or, you know, I can actually see them kind of releasing, and then I, I go further. Mm-hmm. So for, like, those type of patients. <coughs> Clients. Um, um, I'm sorry. <laughs> Thinking of pediatrician Jalen Gibbons. Thank you, child. But for those type of clients, like, I understand that it's harder, but, like, I, I know, like, it's going to take, like, a longer process, but what just – keeps you to to keep going like you know like because some people they might not want to break but they need to break but they don't know how to break Um, I think it's the energy and I think you um, begin to know a person just on a personal level Mm -hmm. and even though you haven't um, necessarily broken through that that uh, that core you still that energy will allow you to know that this person really wants that help yeah. and that person really wants to move forward in their life um, that, but they just don't know how and they don't have the tools to do so mm-hmm. and so that's pretty much what I'm I'm there to do is to just kind of drive them in the right direction to let them know that you can be free mm-hmm. of what's been holding you bondage you know forever um, I have my my age range of women varies um, in one setting so I can have somebody as young as 20 all the way to 60 Mm -hmm. 
you know, and they pretty much, um, sometimes their story is identical, but it just happened in different ways, if that makes sense. Yes, and so um, we're all able just to sit at the table or however the setup is and relate to, relate to one another and be able to help each other through the process. Mm-hmm. And from what you said, it sounds like you've helped a lot of people out here in the community. And would you say those like that you've helped out, have they come back and like thanked you or have they come back and helped you in any way? Definitely, definitely. Um, and they just keep coming back, and they offer um, their help as well. They come back and they volunteer. Um, they just always want to be a part of what I have going on for the um, organization. Have you ever thought about expanding or coming back to Madisonville? You say where you're from? Or I have, or- I have, and I actually did come back, um, teamed up with another um, female that is from Madisonville as well that had mm-hmm. a, a struggle in life and we teamed up together and went back um, last August and um, you know we did a program with the women um, it was really a success and so yeah I'm just I'm planning to go back and have more of those mm-hmm. because the women um, even on that day told us that it's needed and it helped them even within those two hours mm-hmm. you know um, they were able to open up cry share their stories so yeah definitely would like to expand so in these programs that you do are you able to give me a breakdown like how does it go like you just meet with a person one-on-one or is it like a big round circle and everybody decides to share their stories when they want to like how do you get people Um, in the in the monthly socials um it it is a a group it's a group um but they have that option to meet one-on-one and Mm -hmm. i have met um with them one-on-one um, but for the most part is we're in a, a, a group. We're in a group. Mm-hmm. And I think they feel um safe that way. They yeah. feel safe that way than um versus that one on one so much. You so know? would you say group is more effective than the one on one? The groups are more effective. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would I would assume so too, because you know it's not just me. Like I don't feel alone. Like you, you know, it's like exactly. She got my problem. She got my problem. You know what I'm exactly. Saying? Right. And that's what I said. Once we're all together, we're able to relate to. Yeah. Mm. You know, I would be able to relate to what you're going through or what you have been through, um, and and what she's over there going through, and we can mm-hmm. just kind of put our stories together and share that, and then we expand off of that. And you know, it's not only just you know noticing that we got the same problem. It's also creating like a bond. Exactly. You know, friendship, and then we now definitely have created that. Yeah, it, it, we have created a sisterhood, and that's what we say every time we get together. We know we're sister girls. Mm-hmm. Sister girls, I like that. Sister yeah. girls, yeah, yeah. And do y'all offer like a mentorship program for the young girls, like those who are like? We younger? do. I do, um, and I do um, summer programs, uh, especially for the younger girls, um, and it can run from anywhere um, from a week. Um, up until four weeks um, and what I do with that I actually have them in my home mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and um, they're able to come in and they spend that whole entire week with me and I just teach them different things about becoming a young lady um, and just teaching them hygiene um, teaching them how to speak correctly you know um, teaching them how to treat one another um, as friends and as uh, in a sisterhood and with the young viewers or any age of women that we have listening, if they wanted to get in this program with you, how would they get in contact with you to be able to get in the program? Um, of course, you know, all social media. I am Tammy Williams. Um, and then my email is um, 
Tammy Williams ATL at gmail.com. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Well, we want to thank, thank you, you for coming in today. Uh, this is a, a big, 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 big learning process right here. I mean, uh, just to figure out that you're doing this in the community and, you know, helping people out. Uh, and then now hopefully people can, you know, get in touch with you. You know, even though that you may still be in Atlanta, you know, you still have ways to talk to them. Right. Oh, yes. Yeah. They can definitely um, come in. I mean, call, you know, mm -hmm. set up a, a one on one over the phone or um, FaceTime, you mm -hmm. know, virtually. Um, so, yeah, I'm definitely available. But yeah, I'm definitely going to pray for uh, for you and expansion. Thank you, know, you. As this is, like I said, very needed out in the community and very helpful for people. Because, yes. you know, not everybody has a way to express it. Not everybody has an outlet. And then a lot of people take negative outlets, you know what I'm saying, and doing like drugs or becoming yeah. an alcoholic. Yes, yes, you know yes. And yes. this is a, a huge positive uh, outlet that you can have just to to rant to somebody and just let them know how you feel and then let let everybody else know that you're not alone, you know? Exactly. And you can Without take this down. Without being judged. And I think mm -hmm. a lot of times we as women, we're scared to come out um, with the things that has happened to us because of um, being judged. You mm -hmm. know, we're, yeah. we're, we're a people that are so judgmental that if we were to tell anything, then, you know, we're, it's a fear of us being looked at differently, you know. So it's just a lot of things that go with that of mm -hmm. why women – just hold it in and carry that that stuff for years. Yes, yes man. We'd like to thank you for being that person to be that role model for young women Definitely. out there, and women thank of all you. ages. And yeah, we at the Wilson Institute, we really honor what you're doing out here. It takes a big heart to be able to do that because yes, a lot of people really can't. She you keep so your much. eyes open for uh, like May 15th, maybe. May 16th. Mm -hmm. May, May 16th. Might yeah. get that. Might get an award. Award from us at Wilson Institute. <laughs> oh my goodness! Thank you. But uh, we was no, we was doing number two, honoring diverse experiences, ladies and gentlemen. But uh, we like to thank y'all for tuning in to this podcast. Thank we'll you, be back. We'll be uh, back another day. Thank you, Miss Williams. Thank you all so much. Thank you.